stress, anxiety, um, mental health, lack of sleep, weight gain, like all of those things that people just kind of assume, well, I guess it's just because we're getting older and that's just the way it is, right? So I really started becoming very public with that. You're listening to The Right Club Podcast, where the focus is all about helping you grow your real estate investment portfolio and live the life you want to live. Come grow with us and join our community at therightclub.com. And now your hosts, Sarah Larby and Alfonso Salemi. Hey, Right Club Nation. It is Sarah Larby. And today I have Laurel Simmons with me because we are doing a special episode of the podcast, the Mind Estate Podcast. And I'm super excited. We've got a great guest today. But before we get into that, Laurel, how are you? Hey, I'm great. You know what? The sky was blue, the sun was shining, and uh, it was a wonderful day. So what about you? Did you have a great day? I did. But you know, I stayed in my pajamas all day. Actually, I'm still wearing my pajamas. <laughs> I worked from home. I worked from home and uh, I looked outside and, you know, I, I'm sure there was blue sky, but uh, I'm <laughs> on the ground and it's winter. And for those of you that know me, uh, need to get out of here and come back in May. So, <laughs> but my day was good. You know, I, I got a lot of uh, stuff done and uh, I can't complain. I can't complain. But um, other than that, Laurel, like we're, uh, we're almost at, by the time people are listening to this, we've got the online, uh, whole Right Club online right. launched. Yeah. And, uh, and guys, we are on it. We are chatting away. We are, we are putting tons of content out there. So if you have not, checked it out yet and uh, signed up to sign up. It's free and you can have access to a lot of stuff. Come on on the online club uh, information or uh, come get your information at the right club online. So guys come and register at the right and just go to the whole online section and you're going to be able to access everything coast to coast. Yeah. And you'll be able to talk to people, chat with people. And it's a, it's a really great place to, uh, learn stuff and share stuff and, and we have access to all kinds of things that Sarah said. Absolutely. So today's guest is uh, Wendy Dodds and she's a fitness coach and instructor, global networker, online business owner, and uh, also motivational influencer. I've, uh, I've actually connected with her on Instagram. Uh, she was a former HR professional. She spent about 17 years in the corporate world and uh, five years ago, um, you know, overcame some of her struggles, but, um, so she lives in Ottawa and, uh, she's really created something amazing, has helped hundreds of women unleash their infinite potential men as well. But she, uh, her demographic, as she says, is, uh, is mostly women and, um, helping the women out there across Canada, um, with like a healthier lifestyle and uh, healthier mindsets as well. So we go into uh, a lot of really great things today. I'm uh, super excited about uh, about the podcast. Yeah, and she's you know she's she she's a busy person. She has children, like teenagers, and um, it's not like she's just retired right from her job. She's she's got a lot of stuff going on, and because of that, she can she can really empathize with with the women she helps and not just women men too because we all have busy lives right yeah absolutely all right well what do you say laurel should we play the podcast i think we should wendy welcome to the show how are you i'm great how are you very good very good so you are in a special segment of our right club podcast and uh it is more than just real estate and uh, i really wanted you to come on i love your instagram uh stories your posts you've got you know some really amazing things that i think 
all of the investors listening to this could, uh, could benefit from. But before we get into that, tell us a little bit about what you do and, uh, and how you help. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me on and it's a pleasure to speak to everybody. So my background, I actually come from a corporate background. I spent 17 years in corporate HR, uh, more on the labor relations side for a large financial institution uh, here in Ottawa. Um, in 2015, I was laid off and that's really where I was going through my own season of growth in terms of my own mental and physical transformation. You know, on the outside, everything looked amazing. You know, my family, my kids, my home, but on the inside, there was a lot of internal stuff going on. So that was really kind of a crossroads for me where I started working on myself more physically and mentally and emotionally. And out of that, I started organically helping people, um, especially women who just started, you know, coming to me and just saying like, what are you doing? Um, and I had no idea I was really starting a business, I guess. That's really not what the intention was. My intention was really to take care of me, but in the same token, I was also serving other people. So I started sharing and talking about the things um, that really mattered that a lot of people weren't talking about. Stress, anxiety, um, mental health, lack of sleep, weight gain, like all of those things that people just kind of assume, well, I guess it's just because we're getting older and that's just the way it is, right? So I really started becoming very public with that. And now five years later, this is what I do um, full time. I've helped hundreds of, of people, mostly women is, is my demographic, um, just get truly fantastically healthy through um, a holistic superfood nutrition line and live a life of true abundance and freedom um, with a team across the globe. So that's kind of what I do in a nutshell. <laughs> Very cool. So now you're located in Ottawa, but you're helping people coast to coast. Is that just through online? Uh, how do you do that? Yeah. So, and it's funny because social media is kind of a love hate relationship, right? We're so grateful. I mean, look at us here, we're on zoom and we're able to connect and we're not in the same city, but at the same time, right, we can become very, um, you know, behind our computers. So I'm blessed that my business is online and I can coach people online, but I also have a large um, client base here in Ottawa where I still get that belly to belly interaction and that face to face. Um, however, if I have people in the US or people in Mexico or people in Australia, um, people in the UK, um, you know, we use this type of technology to, you know, to have that connection in those conversations. And, and that's how, that's how I basically built a global business online. Okay. All right. Very cool. So just out of curiosity, what are the top three things that people are struggling with today? And you mentioned a few of them, but they're the top three and, uh, you know, what's, uh, what's missing from their lives to take it to that next level? Yeah. Yeah. So many, right. So many, but if I was to think about, um, the top three and, and this would kind of be from all of the people I've coached over the last five years, this is probably the three biggest ones that I get. Um, the first one would be lack of self-care and really having that time to be able to devote to themselves. Um, we live in the type of world as you know, everybody knows where we're go, 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 very hard to fit time in for ourselves, you know, putting everybody else first and everything else first, but ourselves. So that lack of self-care and that could be anything from, you know, journaling, meditating, reading, um, a hobby, you know, whether it's painting or crafting or doing something for you, that's a hobby, um, carving that time away from social media, um, really about the simple things that 
inspire us. And I find a lot of people are missing, missing that, right? Or they don't know where to kind of fit that in or how to relive what they were passionate about, which is kind of interesting because I just launched a program today actually called 45 Strong. And it's really about, it's a free program, but it's really about seven daily activities that fall into that self-care category to help bring people back to basics because it's often the simple things that people struggle with most. So that would be the first thing, lack of self-care. The second thing I would say would be gut health. And, you know, it's all over the news and everybody's gut health is like the thing to be talking about because a lot of people are struggling with it significantly, like significantly. Um, I work with a ton of people who suffer from a lot of autoimmune issues, a lot of bloating, inflammation, high cortisol levels, um, food intolerances. I mean, even with babies, um, you know, it, it's all over the place. We hear about it all the time. And all of that stuff really affects our healthy bacteria, which is in our gut. Um, and if I think about, you know, cause I'll, you know, I'll look at studies and sciences and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, as a disclaimer, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist or anything like that, but I'm very interested in, you know, um, clinical studies that are published around, um, health. Um, there was, um, article done by a North American health journal that showed that 80% of 87% of men and 69% of women carry more than five pounds of undigested overprocessed stuff in their intestine. So bile, gunk, like all that kind of stuff because our guts just can't process it. Right. So in order to improve that gut health, that's one of the big focuses that, that I work on with people is showing people how to cleanse the body properly at the cellular level. So gut health would be uh, number two that people are struggling with. And finally, I'd say the third one would be community community. Um, surrounding yourself with those high vibe people. Um, there's a podcast that I listen to. Um, her name is Tiffany Carter. She's an amazing business coach. And she always said, she always says low vibe equals low income, right? So you want to vibrate higher with those high vibe people so that you're bringing yourself to that high vibe level. Um, and those people might not be in your circle right now. And frankly, a lot of people that I work with, they don't have that circle right now and they're craving that community and that connection. Um, and if you take a look at the people that you are surrounding yourself, which is, you know, usually you are the average of the five people that you hang out with. If you don't get inspired and you don't get fired up or lit up when you're around those people, then you don't have a circle. So that's one thing that a lot of people come to me and talk to me about. It's like, I, I have friends and I have, you know, family and stuff, but I, I don't have that community of people who have the same goals as me. And so I'd say those are the top three things people are struggling with. Lack of self-care, gut health, and then that community. So Wendy, I mean, one of the things that we really focus on at the right club is, is community because we believe that community is, I mean, it's not everything. Obviously you need to have, you need to know the basics of real estate investing and all the rest of it, but the community is so important because it gives us all support. And when people come to our, you know, in-person live events every month, we always hear, Oh, I'm so, you know, I'm inspired. And I, because it does kind of pull everyone up, even even those of us who run them, the, the event, the founders, because we like to, we need inspiration too, right? Um, what do you say to people who, because I really want to drill down into specifics here, because it's, it's easy to say, well, you need a, a better community or, or, or yeah, comparison, like betters, the errors. You need a community that's going to pull you up. And, and that's very much like saying you need a, if you're going to play a, better game of tennis then you always play with someone who is better than you right so what are some of the specific things that people can do 
to create that community, like to really, to create the community that's going to pull them up. So in my opinion, I think to be honest, a lot of times that means it's forcing people out of their comfort zones and it's forcing people to leave their home and leave, like get off their phone and leave their computer and find something that isn't in their life right now. So whether it be meetup groups, there's a ton of, um, you know, different communities and different groups and resources in any city. I mean, Ottawa has a ton and I'm sure you guys have a ton as well. But part of that is really um, encouraging people that if nothing changes, nothing changes, right? So if you're going to sit in the same spot and not do anything, like nothing's going to change. So it's really about helping people build their self-confidence to then be able to go out and find something that is going to feel like a niche to them. Um, and that's going to mean that they're going to have to research on their own, right. To look for different places and communities and different events. And they don't have to be networking events, but even just, even if it's a different gym, a different class at the gym, um, you know, for my moms that I work with, you know, moms groups, things like that. There's so much stuff out there. People just have to look for it and pick a couple of things and, you know, get dressed and go out and, and find that stuff. And then from there, it comes down to referrals, right? When we love something, we as humans naturally share it with other people. That's just what we're born and bred to do. So when you're finding a group and you're starting to build a new connection with new people, that's when, you know, you're then, you know, you run into somebody at the grocery store and you start talking about, oh my gosh, I found this great group. That's how I build a lot of my connections is really just sharing things that I love and, you know, finding things that are going to keep my energy level and my vibe high, but you have to look for them. They're not always going to fall, you know, in your lap. I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, that, that's definitely a great answer. So, so I like that you said you keep your vibe high and you know, you're, you're, you want to stay happy and motivated. What are some things that you do every day to be your best self and, uh, you know, just feel that, that passion and that excitement? So my first thing that I do, and the one thing is probably the biggest thing that I recommend to my clients is to have a morning routine. And for those of you listening, if you're rolling your eyes, you're thinking, oh, the morning routine. I know I've heard it. I've heard it. I've heard it, but I don't have time in the morning. Hal Elrod is the creator of the Miracle Morning. And I give all the credit to him for this. He does a phenomenal job and he's created the six minute Miracle Morning. And I firmly believe everybody has six minutes every morning. He has six steps one minute for each step. And it's really about how you start your day is how you run your day, right? So a minute of journaling, a minute of reading, um, you know, out of a really good personal development, something to feed your mind, uh, a minute of breathing, affirmations, um, whatever it is, you know, you can design it however you want, but I think a morning routine is key. And that's something when I don't do my morning routine, I feel more reactive than proactive and more rushed, more frazzled. So it's really important to me that like I have to get up early because I don't have a lot of time in the morning and I have to make it an effort to get up early to be able to do that. But things like this are very easy to do, but they're also easier not to do. So I think that's why people struggle with, with them a lot. So morning routine would be my first thing. Number two would be, I'm a huge believer in incorporating intermittent fasting. Um, through cellular cleansing. That kind of goes back to the gut health and just really just helping our bodies function the way they're supposed to. Here's the issue. You know, our liver cleanses our body naturally and it always has. That's just how our bodies are designed. The problem is 
is our liver was not designed to handle the level of toxicity and environmental stress that we're dealing with today. So that's why a lot of people really struggle with gut health, bloating, inflammation, um, headaches, um, lack of sleep, all that kind of stuff. It's because your body is in overload with toxicity and your, your liver just can't keep up. So I'm a huge believer in incorporating intermittent fasting. If done the right way, it can be extremely effective in being able to release the toxins from the organs, from the bloodstream, target the visceral fat, which for a lot of people is in the belly area, that's very hard to, to reduce, and really helps bring the body back to an alkaline state. It's almost like taking a bubble bath from the inside out. Um, so that's something that I incorporate regularly, um, both from an athletic perspective and from a just everyday life perspective. A lot of my athletes that I work with and train use this as well to help their performance. Um, and then the third thing, my third tip for living an extraordinary life, I'm a huge believer in vision boards and writing out your goals. Very simple things to do, but again, simple is not always easy for a lot of people. Um, the one thing I want people to remember is visual is memorable. So you can probably see behind me, I have a couple of boards behind me, getting your family involved or your business partners, you know, doing vision board parties together, um, things like that, where you're really just putting up your goals. So every time you look at that, those are visual. Same with writing out your goals weekly, monthly, um, and not a number. Like let's say your goal is, you know, some people be like, well, I want to lose 20 pounds. Try to steer away from goals that relate around, you know, numbers around, you know, weight loss, or I want to make six figures or whatever, but more about how you want to show up. How do you want to show up and how do you want to be the best vision of you? Um, that's really what I would target your goals around. And then I would review those every single day. So that's what I do, like as part of my journaling. And then of course my vision boards as well. So those, those would probably be my top three tips. One of our, um, uh, previous podcast guests on, on the mind state segment, uh, Gary Hibbert talked about how important goals were to him and that he, he really does write his goals out. And one thing he mentioned, and maybe you could just talk a little bit about this, because I can see in the background there on your, on your, your board that you've written out with a pen and that means you've used your hand and that means you've, it's kinesthetic. It's not just like the, the typing on the, on the phone, right? Yeah. Yeah. This uh, right behind me, this is, I got this whiteboard on Amazon and it's a peel and stick. I think it was like $14 and it's, it's a huge board, but I think it was one of the best investments. So I have one for my personal goals and then one for my business. And like you said, Laurel, it's amazing because you're using your hand, you know, again, that visual, visual is memorable, but then also actually doing the activity of writing it out um, is also really key. That's good. And you know, I'm actually, um, I'm fascinated by this whole intermittent fasting. And I know that like, you know, we're uh, yeah, working on, on time here as well. But can you just talk about like, why that is really important and how that is really important? And then when, when you're talking about intermittent fasting, how many hours is, is that actually? Yeah, so there's, there's lots of different ways to do it. And actually, uh, Google ran a study not too long ago, where they, they, kind of pull up what the top Googled items are. Intermittent fasting is always one of the top ones. There's a lot of different ways you can do it. Um, I do it through the holistic superfood line that I use and my family uses and what I coach from because uh, there's a lot more minerals and adaptogens and herbs, things like that, that really help with environmental stress, that kind of thing, but also supports your intermittent fasting. It really depends on the individual. I mean, um, 
most of my customers will do an intermittent fast anywhere from 24 to 48 hours. They're basically giving the digestive system a rest from processing whole foods. However, it's a supported intermittent fast. So there's portions of nutrition that are being fed into the body every couple of hours to keep the body in a fasting state, but still keep the blood sugar stable, right? Because you don't want to crash and burn. Some people will do an intermittent fast, like we've heard, you know, using lemon and water and not that that's bad, uh, but it can be very hard to sustain long-term. Um, if I'm working with people who have certain medical conditions, say diabetics or, you know, um, people who have, you know, any kind of autoimmune issues or anything like that, you know, we might not do a full day intermittent, um, fast or cleanse, we might do something overnight where they're taking some of the uh, cleanse for life that we use as the product that we use. Uh, just before they go to bed, it acts as a gentle cleanse, but it still helps with that bloating and inflammation and still helps bring the body back to that alkaline state and uh, so that it's less acidic, basically. So it's very customizable. It's not a one size fits all. You have to do it this way. Um, I really work with the client to figure out what their lifestyle is and what is going to work best for them. Like if I'm working with a high level athlete, I'm not going to put them on a 48 hour cleanse because that just doesn't make sense for, you know, their level of activity and their body type. Um, so we really work together to find something that best fits, but the benefits are tremendous. Like the benefits are huge. And you know, when people are, for my science people that love facts and things like that, you know, some great clinical studies on the benefits of it and how it can support you in your day-to-day -day lifestyle, which is good. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thanks. Thanks for answering that. I, I feel like there's so many questions I have. Maybe we'll do like a one-on-one -on -one consultation separately, but uh, you're, you know, it's really inspirational. To, <laughs> it's really inspirational to see we all that. We still have time. I don't, I don't want you guys to feel rushed. We still have some time. <laughs> no worries. No worries. So I, I definitely, you know, the audience is probably wondering, okay, well, what can I start doing? And I know you mentioned a little bit of the, the morning rituals and stuff like that. Um, you know, are there any additional extra tips that you can give people so that they can, you know, feel their best as they're also investing in, in uh, growing their wealth? Yeah. I mean, the way I look at it every day is a chance for me to pour into people and, and help people and really help people feel confident and just loving their life. I think for a lot of people coming down to really figuring out what their why is and, and what it is that they feel passionate about and not, not what everybody else thinks they should be doing you know, or, or what they feel they should be responsible to do, but more around what is that burning desire? What keeps you up at night when you lie in bed at night? And I know there's millions of people that lie in bed at night and think, Oh my gosh, I have to do this all over again tomorrow. Thinking about what lights you up. What is it that is going to shift your life to the next level? Does it mean you know, making some decisions about relationships that you're in, making some decisions about your career, there's that fine line in the sand between being comfortable and okay and being very uncomfortable for a period of time so that you can then transition to something absolutely spectacular. For me, that was my career. People thought I was crazy to do what I'm doing. Yes, I was laid off. I did have the opportunity to take another position within the organization. I just felt this pull and this burning desire that I was just put on this planet to do more than just sit behind a desk. And for some people that's okay. I'm not saying that sitting behind a desk is bad, 
But my point is you need to listen to that inner voice, that inner voice that's telling you, you, you should do more, you know, that one, that voice that's pushing you. And at the same time, taking that other voice, that inner critic, you know, that one we all have that says, you can't do this. You're not educated. You don't have the credentials. You don't have this. You don't have that. And learning how to turn that off and really going and following your dreams. And it's, it's not easy. It's hard. It's really hard, but that's where you surround yourself with people who are doing more than what you are right now. So that when your cup is empty and you can't fill your cup because you think you're not good enough, you've got that community around you and they may not even be in the same industry as you. That doesn't matter, but you've got those people to be able to fill up your cup and pour belief into you when you don't believe in yourself. And for a lot of people, that's huge. When you have belief in yourself and you have confidence in what you do, you can do anything. And that inner critic and those naysayers and those haters slowly start to slowly start to go away. So I think you know, you've kind of come around back around to the sense of community and helping other people helping pull you up. And, and at the same time, you're also helping to pull other people up, right? Because it's never, it's a, it's a, a quid pro quo kind of thing. Like we, we we surround ourselves with great people, but we're also a great person. So we help people in ways that perhaps we don't even know. And, and I think the other point you're making is that finding your why is really important. And oh goodness knows, people who talk to me know that I'm really strong on the why, but that's probably one of the hardest things for people to do. Not because they don't want to, it's because they don't know how to, and they don't have the time and their lives are so busy. They're so full of stuff that, they can't figure it out. And so are there any quick tips you have for people to help them figure out what their why is, what their purpose is, like what would make them feel really great? Like just want to get up in the morning and go, wow, I'm so glad I'm here. I think it might come down to just simple. It's funny you mentioned that Laura, because I just put up a story on my Instagram page today about fitting things into the pockets of my day right? Like I have a lot of people that say, well, I'd love to do what you're doing, but you know, X, Y, Z, I'm busy, this, 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 all of this kind of stuff. And I put up a story around fitting things into the pockets of your day and becoming a master at your, of your time and really focusing on, are you being busy? No, are you being busy? Are you busy or are you productive? Because those two things are completely different. We can have busy time, but busy time isn't always the same as productive time. Um, so I think really coming down to writing a list of if you had your dream list, you know, what are the things that you'd love to take off of your plate? What are the things that aren't serving you right now? Those things where you think every time they come up or you're like, Oh, I got to do this again, writing those out and then really making a decision and learning how to say no to things that don't serve you. And a lot of that comes with practice. It's not like a light switch where you can flip it on and off. A lot of times it comes with practice and people really having that practice or that art of saying no to things that don't serve them to then be able to transition that open time into things that do serve them. And I think it's important for people to know that while I said it's not easy, you know, I mean, when I went through my transition, I lost a lot of friends. I lost a lot of friends. And, you know, there's even still people in my life right now that don't talk to me because of for whatever reason, you know, I've made a conscious decision to say no to things that just aren't serving me to be able to push myself forward and get really, really uncomfortable to be able to move my business forward. And I think writing out that list of things that don't serve you 
and writing out that dream list of everything that you'd love to do and not holding anything back, not holding anything back. And then from there, you can start to pinpoint how you're going to be able to shift and how you're going to be able to, you know, move your time around and be able to start to transition over to better things that are going to impact your quality of life. Yeah, I think we could have a whole conversation just on um, yeah. losing, like losing those people around you that you thought were really important to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and because as you as you grow and change as a person, obviously that affects your relationships. And it's not just in your personal life; it's in your business life. Oh, because change is threatening, 100%. right? It's extremely threatening. Hundred percent, and it's it's all about vibrating higher, right? Like if if I was not in a good space before coming onto this podcast people can pick up on that vibe. Humans are very intuitive and we can pick up on that vibe right away. I read a quote once, or I don't even remember where I, where I read it, but it said something like everything in your life, especially people are either bricks or flowers. The bricks are heavy and weigh you down. Flowers are light and they lift you up. Don't carry the bricks. And I always remember that. And I always remind myself of that. And as I'm coaching clients through whatever it is that they're, you know, wanting to transition in their life, a lot of times it comes down to having to have those conversations with them around what is not serving you right now? What is not serving you that's holding you back? Because they may know deep down, but to actually say it out loud, they may feel guilty or ashamed or whatever, or I shouldn't feel like that. I should be grateful for for what I have. People say that to me all the time. I should be so grateful for what I have. Well, yes, you can, but that doesn't mean that you can't make shifts in your life to other things that serve you. Absolutely. I love the brick and the flower analogy. I'm going to use that one. Isn't that amazing? And I don't know. I wish I could give credit to whoever I heard it from or where I read it. I don't even remember if it was a book or something I listened to. But it's such a simple analogy, but it makes so much sense. And we all know those people that are bricks or those things that are bricks that make you feel like that emotional weight is just holding on you, right? And then once it's lifted, it's, I mean, the decision is hard, right? When you have to cut those kinds of things out of your life. But once you do it, you feel so free. Yeah. As you were saying that, I was thinking of the bricks that I had to drop a couple of years ago too. <laughs> and yeah. the flowers that I got in my life yeah. now. I, it is so limited. The time is so limited. I'm not saying that I haven't packed down. Like I still have lots of work I want to do, but you know, at, at some point you got to pick and choose who your, your five are. And uh, if your five are have the same goals and aspirations, that's great. But if they don't, and, and uh, you know, at the end of the day, they're weighing you down and they're the brick. It's not mean, but you know, like you gotta, you got one life. And so you might as well wake up every day and enjoy it. So and keep talking forever. But the next part of the podcast is our lightning round. So Wendy, we're going to ask you a series of uh, four questions. Everybody gets the same questions and you're going to give us the first answer that comes to mind. And now we're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. Hey, Right Club Nation. I just wanted to take a quick moment here it is Sarah Larby and I'm here with Laurel Simmons and we have some really exciting news for you. And we heard you, we heard your emails and we are going to be bringing you Right Club Nation online, coast to coast, accessible at any time of day. And you can be in your pajamas like I am right now and you can access our great content. And what is going to be that content, Laurel? Well, we have videos, recordings of live events that we've held. We have webinars. We have, we'll have our podcast information up there. We'll have 
uh, forums and chat groups and all kinds of things. You'll even be able to find services and products that you need in your neighborhood, local for you, because we know how important it is that you have your local team with you. We're going to be rolling things out very quickly. And as we start, you'll see more and more stuff come along and we really want you to join and become part of our online community. Absolutely. This is the first, and in my opinion, it was going to be the best Canadian online community of real estate investors and like-minded individuals. So guys, come and grow with us, join our online community, register, and come and say hi and check out the amazing things. Yeah, and all you have to do is go to therightclub.com and you'll find us there. It's easy to register, it's free, and hop on. We can't wait to see you there. Guys, come and grow with us. And now back to the show. So number one, what do you typically do on a Sunday morning? I get up, I read my book, I spend some time with my girls, I have my tea, and then I go teach my cycling class. Okay, awesome. All right. So what's a favorite uh, resource of yours, whether it's it's online or book or person it doesn't matter what's what's one of your favorite resources and, and it can be business or personal oh gosh hmm <laughs> well i'll list a book uh one of my most favorite books that i go back to time and time again is called the go-giver by bob berg it is a phenomenal book it is one of those books where you can just get lost in the story and you'll finish it in under three hours. It is a wonderful read and there's so many, so many lessons and so many life tidbits in there that I always come back to that one. Sorry, what was that again? That was the go, the called the go-giver. So G-O-G-I-V-E-R by Bob Berg. And that particular book has been used worldwide in multiple organizations in churches, in companies, in schools, because the principles are all about life's foundations, about serving and impacting others. And the story is just, it's amazing. So I always come back to that as a resource, especially when I need, you know, to be uplifted. Okay. All right. Great. Wendy, number three, what is the one thing that you cannot leave your house without? Giving my girls and my husband a kiss goodbye and my phone. Okay. All right. Good. Good answers. Thank you. And, and here's, and I know we've used this question a couple of times before, but, um, or maybe one time before, but I love this question. If you had anyone that you could talk to in the world, whether past or present, dead or alive, who would that be? Why? Hmm. I think at my, at this point in my life right now, it would be my grandmother. Um, she's since passed away and, I always remember her telling me like, you're going to do amazing things. And when I was younger, like a teenager, you know, like I was listening to her, but I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I just, I feel her presence all the time. And I just feel like, you know, if I had an hour just to sit and talk to her again and just, you know, show her everything that I've done and, you know, I, I teach fitness and part of that is, you know, a huge component of that is music. And she, she was always big into music. She loved music. I took piano lessons when I was younger, you know, which was something that she loved. I'd play for her all the time. So I feel like all of those things connect me to her. And, uh, she was just such an inspiration to me. 
That's a great answer. So Wendy, if our Right Club Nation and our listeners wanted to reach out and know more about you, where can they go? Yes. So I'm on all social media platforms. You can find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. Um, you can find me, uh, my first name, Wendy, W-E-N-D-Y. Last name is Dodds, D-O-D-D-S. And my handle for most or for all my platforms is the at the Dodsy Life. Um, so you can find me on there. And I'm all about real life, raw and real, authentic talk, lots of great inspiration, motivation, recipes, life hacks, fitness tips, all kinds of stuff just to help people live their most authentic life. Amazing. On that note, Wendy, thank you so much for being on the show and uh, being authentic and giving us some great advice and, uh, and some, some really important tips and tools that we can use to make our lives even better. So thank you so much. It was a pleasure being on. Thank you ladies so much. Thank you. Awesome. Well, that was really interesting. You know, the, uh, the part I really want to know even more about, and we could have asked so many more questions, um, was the intermittent fasting. I'm, I'm fascinated by it and, uh, probably something I, I want to try and just to see if I have more, even more energy and feel better. Have you ever done it? Yes, I have actually. I've done it twice, um, both under the guidance of um, a health professional, because um, it, it really is important that you do it properly and that you, mm-hmm. know, you don't use a, a fad kind of uh, program. Um, but yeah, it, it, it worked really well. I felt really good. I think um, it's, it's one of those things that you can do for a while and then go off and then go back on. So it's not like um, you have to do it forever. Uh, you just have to manage it properly. And I think that's where health professionals come in, really. At least as far as I'm concerned, that's where they really help. Yeah, absolutely. Talk to your natural path. I mean, they're a great uh, resource for that as well. So I, uh, I definitely like my natural path. And you know, like just on a side note, my natural path I go to, he does these IVs and you can get like vitamins, like IVs with vitamin or vitamin C or just whatever different concoctions they come up <laughs> with. And it's actually pretty cool. Like sometimes if you're like around people that are going to get sick and you're like, oh, well, I really don't want to get sick. I actually just uh, book a meeting with him and be like, can I get some vitamins in my IV? <laughs> and you go in for half an hour, but it is really cool. So if you don't have a natural path, go and find one there. Uh, they're super helpful. Um, but uh, Wendy is just uh, an amazing person, helpful with uh you know, so many different tips and strategies. And it sounds like she's been helping a lot of uh, women across the country. Yeah. And you know what I really liked about uh, one of the things she said was about, um, you know, uh, the, the, Oh, the six, the six, I've gone now. I've forgotten about it. The six step, the six steps in the morning, right? Like the miracle morning. Um, and she said, and, and another phrase that caught my, my attention was that it's simple, but not necessarily easy. Well, most things that are worthwhile, they're not necessarily easy, but they can be simple. And it's again, a matter of just carving out six minutes. And she says it's six minutes and it can really make a difference. And I think the other thing that she, she intimated, although maybe not said out loud was that we don't always, we don't have to change everything all at once and be perfect all at once. Cause first of all, nobody's perfect all at once. Right? No, nobody's perfect ever. <laughs> Not, that's true. That's true. And you know, the other really cool analogy is the rock or the brick and the flower. Yeah, that, yeah, that was really You don't want to be the brick. You want to be the flower and uh, you want to surround yourself with other flowers, not bricks. Yes, exactly. So Sarah, I have to say that I consider you to be one of the flowers in my life. You too, Laurel. That's, that's so sweet of you. <laughs> 
Awesome. All right, guys, if, uh, if you haven't left a rating and review and would like to do so, please, uh, that would be greatly appreciated. Or if you wanted to come out to the right club and you have not been out yet, reach out to us, Sarah at the or Laurel at the Let us know you haven't been out and you would like to attend and uh, we will get you on our guest list for your first event. On that note, guys, Right Club Nation, thank you for tuning in to a special podcast episode, The Mind Estates with Sarah Larby and Laurel Simmons. And guys, come grow with us. See you next week. Bye, everybody.